Welcome to True Grit and Grace, a podcast designed to empower you to claim your resilience and thrive through life's challenges. I am Amberly Lago, a mindset coach, fitness expert, and best-selling author. Each week, I'll dive deep with the world's brightest thought leaders and elite performers to share tangible tools and practical advice to inspire you to keep your eyes on the prize and forge ahead. So get ready to conquer your fears, heal any trauma, lead with your heart, and elevate your life with grit and grace. Hello, and welcome back to the show, or if this is your first time listening to True Grit and Grace, thank you so much for being here. Our guest today is truly a source of inspiration and shows us that with a belief in oneself, passion, and perseverance, anything is possible. He grew up in a small town in India where he worked 12 hours a day, making a $2 daily salary to now working with CEOs, executives, business owners, and entrepreneurs who want to get more out of life, even in the face of extreme uncertainty. He's an author. He's the founder of Tetra Noodle Technologies, and you have a top-rated podcast called Bootstrapping Your Dreams, which is awesome, by the way. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, Manoj Agarwal. Thank you so much. Thank okay. You. I want you to say your name again because Manu when we Jagar, you got it. Yeah, okay. you got it perfectly. Manu Jagarwal. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here with you. Oh, thank you for being here. You are amazing. And what you do, especially now with what's going on in the world, is so needed. But first of all, your story is so inspiring. And we were talking a little bit before we started recording. And it's my dream. It's on my bucket list to go to India. I have so many friends from there that I would love to meet in person. I've got friendships with people in India, thanks to social media, who we've become closer. And so I would love for you to share your story a little bit about how You show people that you don't have to go to Ivy League school or necessarily have tons of money to start a business and be successful. So I'd love if you shared a little bit about how you grew up and where you are today. Sure, sure. As you said, like I grew up in a very small town in India and this was 20 years ago. So India is still sort of developing country, but back then it was almost third world and Being in a small part of India, it's almost remote. So you don't have like a lot of opportunities for education or for job opportunities. So, you know, I was trying to figure out and the atmosphere at home was not really good. So it was kind of a really scary time. My father wanted me to, you know, just sort of get a job and get going with earning money. And I was like, you know, I'm getting straight A's in my studies. Like, I really want to study. Like, no, no, no. What are you going to do with studies? Just forget about it and start making money. So I said, okay, that's fine. And I started working in a factory at 15, really tough time, a lot of physical labor as well. But then I always try to look at the bright side of things as well. So I learned a lot of things when I look back at that period. What is the meaning of quality in what you do, your work? How do you connect with people? What is the benefits of networking? All these things I learned in that time frame, even though I couldn't practice it myself because I was at the very bottom, right? 
but I noticed these things are helpful in life. During one of my lunch breaks or something, I used to flip through these business magazines. They used to get these business magazines and I used to read these stories about people going from rags to riches, you know, launching multiple public companies. And then this guy was nobody 10 years ago. I'm like, these guys look similar to me. I don't see they are any different than me. So if they can do it, I should be able to do it. But that was a good daydream. But let's get back to work now. Let's come back to life. But then one thing led to another. Luckily, one computer institute opened up in 1995. So this is how the situation was. There was no computer education in 1995 in my town. That was the first institute that opened up. And their yearly fee for the program was way too much. I skipped the first year. I couldn't enroll in the first year. Second year, I think I saved enough to enroll. And then I found my love. Which was how much? Do you remember how much? I think 16,000 rupees. In those days, $1 was 60 rupees. So, Well, basically, I mean, you were making $2 a day. We're talking about a lot of long hours to earn that much money just to get in. Well, I got creative. I did a few things here and there. So it was $266 around that. And I did a few things, started making deals, silly deals with friends. And I did things I'm not proud of, let's face it. Let's get real here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's how I got that money. And I found my love for computers. I spent hours, hours programming. I found my love of my life. My wife, she enrolled in that program and wanted me to do her homework. So I obliged. And <laughs> so that's how you won her over, huh? Yes, you exactly. did her homework for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a story, a huge turning point in my life, which led to me finding my profession, my wife. And one thing led to another. I came over to North America, worked with so many startups, helped them build value, worked on some amazing, amazing projects. So through that, I got four patents in machine learning and AI. I teach now 150,000 students. I got four patents I already mentioned. So I worked with almost 50 startups, helped them go from idea stage to go to market, build their valuation, rescued many companies. They were on the verge of disaster. So came in and turned it around by fixing whatever was broken in their company. Those are some of the adventures I had. And it's been really a fun, fun career. And can I say a couple of things that really stuck out is you said that you discovered learning about technology and these computers and you loved it. And for me, that's really one of the scariest things for me because I never spent any time on a computer. In fact, I just bought this laptop four years ago and I had the opposite experience. It scared me to death and I've had to learn to look at it differently. I've had to learn to look at it with a little bit more curiosity and like, okay, let's see what I can learn here. But you, even before we started recording, you were like, if you have any challenges or you need any help, just let me know. That's what I do. And so you have such a giving heart where you want to be of service and help others. And that comes across in your work. And I think that's one of the reasons you've been so successful is because number one, you love what you do. But number two, you love working with people. And so I think those two qualities are really important in success. And I have a lot of people that say, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know where to get started. And I always say, well, what do you love to do? What brings joy in your life? What sparks your curiosity? And so I think you have truly found your passion But what would you say to someone who is in that moment of 
say they're flipping through the magazine or they scroll across you and see all the success you've made or, you know, I see that your podcast is up there with Tony Robbins and they go, oh yeah, but he's awesome and that just could never be me. I don't know how I would ever do that. What would you say to that person who is having those limiting beliefs or thinking, oh, I don't have the money for that, or there's no way I can do that. What would you say to that person? Yeah, first of all, I want to clarify a few things. Like, yes, I love technology. I love helping people. I wasn't always like that. I had my own emotional and mental challenges with my relationships, with myself. So I had to do a lot of deep work to get a lot of the negative stories, which I had, even after getting all the success. Still have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. still have them. I have to shut that down, flip exactly. that script a little bit. Yeah. 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 When you come from that place, it's not easy to give. When I was in that mode of, I'm suffering, how can I give you? Let me take care of myself, my family. But that had to shift. I had to understand that I cannot put myself first because I will not be able to get to where I want to get to if I keep putting myself first. So I had to get that mentorship. I had to get that coaching and digest it and fight with myself to say, this is not the right way. I need to serve others to get that satisfaction. And so that was the shift that happened. Now comes the part of self-discovery of what one's life purpose is. I say people run after wrong things because they follow somebody else's rules. So what do I mean by that? Most people, when you ask them, what do they want to do in life? They'll say, I want to make a million dollars. I want to make $10 million, whatever Mm -hmm. that is. And then you start to peel those layers and say, okay, if you have $10 million, what will you do? Generally, they'll say, ah, you know, I want $100 million. Okay, you have $100 million. What will you do? And then when you start pushing them, pushing them, pushing them, they'll start to break down and say, I want to spend time with my family. I want to take my dad to a world tour. And it starts to gravitate towards the real emotion they want to feel. We attach this intermediary object, which is money and success, to the real emotion we want to feel. Mm -hmm. And so what I ask them to do is, hey, focus on the real emotion, what is important in your life. And then work backwards from there. And then when you I work love backwards, that. So focus on the emotion and then work back from there. Yeah. Yeah. And I then love that. And then because if your true happiness lies in spending time with your family, then it doesn't matter if you have hundred million dollars in the bank, because you know that is not your life purpose, right? You just think hundred million dollars is going to get you the time that you need with your family. But that is available right now, right here. So if you work backwards from there and you can say, oh, you know what? I want to spend at least four hours with my family. So for that, I will need to build such a business that I can work from nine to five and I can delegate everything else and I can take some vacations, you know, every quarter, whatever that is, right? And then you won't need $100 million. You may need $1 million. And that's so much easier to manage, to live a stressless life, yet get exactly what you want out of life, right? Yeah. That brings up a lot of thoughts for me. I remember people's relationship with money. We all have a different relationship with money. For me, I remember one time my husband and I were having a discussion in the garage over finances. And he was like, oh my gosh, Amberly, when is it going to be enough money in the bank? What is wrong with you? And I said, it was a safety thing because I don't come from a lot of money. And then there was times when I was a single mom And I did not know when or how I was going to pay rent. 
and somehow the money would come and I would be able to pay rent or somehow I would book a job at the last minute and be able to pay rent. And I had a lot of fear of being in that place again. And so I always wanted a certain amount of money in the bank because that was my safety net. That represented peace and serenity and some freedom. And I always try to focus every year on if what is this year like one word that I would want to really keep reminding myself as kind of a mantra to get me through the year. And for some reason, for me, the word freedom came up. And I think to me, success is freedom because when you make a certain amount of money, then it gives you freedom to do the things you enjoy, like spend quality time with your family or whatever. So I don't focus so much on money as exactly what you're talking about. Like, what is going to bring me joy? And how can I have a job to where I'm not working 18 hour days? Yesterday, I started work at 3.30 in the morning. And then I was like, but wait a minute. I'm the one who agreed to do that. Am I insane? (laughs) But times are changing, especially now. And we're able to connect with people globally. And that's why I started work at that time, because I was talking to someone overseas and it was like four o'clock in the afternoon, their time. And now I think a lot of people are going to really need your services, especially now. Can you tell me exactly what you do for businesses or for somebody like me? Luckily, I have clients that I coach through Zoom anyway. I still have a lot of clients that I see one-on-one and they're learning how to use Zoom to connect. What would you tell a business owner that does not do business through any other way except for one-on-one? What would you tell them how to pivot their business? Because I have a lot of friends that have lost their jobs. In my opinion, what is happening this pandemic, I do not think we have as a species experienced such a big event ever in our existence mm-hmm. of 300,000 years. The reasons are never before in our entire history have we topped global production at a global level. Never before we have sat at home and got money for doing nothing. Not everywhere, but a lot of governments are supporting their citizens. And so this paradigm of we need to work to survive that sort of the whale has been lifted. That is not the ultimate truth, right? Mm -hmm. So these fundamental socioeconomic structures that were assumed to be the fundamental truths, they are breaking down now. Moving forward, people will need to adjust radically to this new reality. And some people will apply the old rules and some people will understand that the game has changed completely. So we need to apply new rules. What do I mean by that? Even when the pandemic is over, I think the subconscious mind will remember that social distancing is the way to be safe. And so things like international travel, hotels, restaurants, I think they're going to become really different or not exist in some shape or form as we know it right now. Online presence and credibility is going to be the currency of the future. And a lot of people will need to learn this from scratch. And what we are trying to do is we are trying to educate and help successful entrepreneurs adapt to this reality and build online authority. And we are bringing it all together in one group of a few, about 30 to 50 entrepreneurs. And we are providing them with everything that is needed under one roof, like copywriting, graphics, digital marketing, everything, so that we can take them from where they are right now. And we can sort of prepare them for the new world and not only prepare them, 
but actually help them thrive and, and pick up all these new opportunities that are originating in this crisis. So that's what we are working towards to help people get ahead of this economic fallout that is going to come. Yeah. And every times before this, I could see the difference in the way people were running their business and businesses and doing things online. For instance, I speak at several conferences and used to, when I first started going to conferences before I was a speaker, I always went to conferences to continue my education for personal training. And before people had business cards. Yeah, yeah. Now at every single conference that I either speak at or I attend, the first thing they ask is, what is your Instagram handle? And I mean, and now it's probably going to be, are you on TikTok? Yeah. What's your handle on TikTok or whatever, you know? And so I think that whether a lot of people like it or not is that is your scorecard. And I hate to even say that, but it's like, I know because I remember I was at this one conference and I was the only speaker that wasn't verified on Instagram yet. And some of the speakers would not give me the time of day because I didn't have the credibility of being verified. And I remember the day someone sent me a text and they were like, oh, Amberly, you got the blue check mark. And I was like, I did. I've been working for six months for that blue <laughs> check mark, applying every day. But it was a lot of work. And people ask me, well, how'd you get that? Well, I got on TV. I wrote a book. I did a TED Talk. I like It wasn't just overnight. They gave it to me. I had to do so much work and how to get there. And so I love that you are helping people that are going to now, their scorecard is their platform. Do they have a website? Can they do copyright? That's a whole other thing because in fact, to be completely honest with you, I just turned down a speaking opportunity that was a virtual summit. And the reason I turned it down is because they wanted me to send out four emails and do four post on social media. And I was like, I don't have the time or the resources to make all that copy because it takes a lot of time to come up with all that stuff. Now, do you give those resources? Do you have people that you can refer so you can help people with that so, sort of thing? So first of all, things are changing so fast that we cannot afford to take a day and look for the right resource. Secondly, in my personal experience, I've had huge challenges finding the right person who understands what I really want, my standards and everything. And to your point, you know, when you really sit down and think about everything that you need in place, you need a copywriter, graphics designer, video editor, sound editor, you need a virtual assistant to manage your calendar, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. All that takes a lot of energy just to find the right person, manage them and all that. And just we to delegate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, an but, orchestra. Yeah, but then we bring all that to you. So we bring the team, we bring the virtual assistant and they're ready to go. And you just need to say, you know, I need four social posts and this is my team. And they obviously have worked with you. So they know your brand well and everything. All you need to do is, hey, let's just make things happen. Anything that you need as a resource will be provided because I know it's so difficult to manage all that infrastructure and get it all moving. So we bring all that. You just need to be awesome at what you do and we help out with everything else. It sounds like a miracle. It really does. Because <laughs> right now, 
I write all my newsletters. I write all my copy. I write everything. And I had hired someone for a quick second. Like it was quick because I think when I write, I have a distinct voice and I have not found anyone who can write. So right away, when even it was an Instagram post and it was written and people were like, that's not you, Amberly. I was like, okay. I had that for one day. And I said, I can't do that because I think that people can smell authenticity. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to do what I can, be me and be that my imperfect self, because that's what people know me as very imperfect. What do you do for someone like me who has a distinct voice that I'm like, oh, I need help. I need to stay present on social media, but there's only so much time. There's so many hours in the day. What do you do in that situation? So there are a few things, right? As I said, I really focus on the human emotions because that's where everything stems from. You have some core values, core emotions that you put in high regards. Let's say authenticity you mentioned. You Mm -hmm. mentioned creativity or let's say whatever core values you hold in high regards. You want to attract the same type of people towards you because, you know, you want compatibility, right? That's what we do. We look at what are the underlying emotions that add play and then we implement it in a framework. Just take McDonald's, for example, right? They perfected the art of building a hamburger and now anybody can do it, like a 15-year-old can do it. So we implement similar frameworks for building the content where it brings in your voice, your core values. And then if a decent copywriter can take that framework, they can write that copy easily. And this happens because I work with, for example, this content framework, the live video coaching. I got coaching from somebody who his company has won 11 Emmy Awards. In terms of peak performance, like I work with Jeff Spencer, Dr. Jeff Spencer, who coaches Tiger Woods, Lance Armstrong, U2, Richard Branson. When you get to work with these type of people, their thinking is radically different. We focus on, okay, What are the steps today we need to take? But they just say, okay, you know, what is one thing I need to do which will blow everybody out of the wall? So I put these principles together, which makes the whole thing very, very effective, very efficient. That's the way we keep moving forward quickly. And I'm not saying it's all perfect. I want to make sure I make you understand that this is a process. If you do it individually, it's exponentially harder. But if you do it under this one roof, under this model, it becomes so much easier yet there are obstacles that we need to overcome. Well, and I think that when you're sharing this, it really, one thing that I know and I value so much is community. And I grew up thinking I had to do it all on my own. I wanted to move to California, so I worked several jobs to save up $1,200, packed up my car and moved cross country so I could live, and I did it all on my own. I didn't have any help. So that was my thinking was, if I want this, I have to just do it on my own. And I learned the hard way that I can't do it on my own. In fact, if you want to, you can, there are some things you can do on your own, but if you really want to grow, not only as a business, but as a person, you really need that supportive community. And for me, what a value that would be just to have everything under a roof to deal with, have experts tell you, hey, have you ever thought about this? In fact, I just got a message from a friend of mine this morning that was like, how would you like to get together with this person, this person, this person, and we can brainstorm to see how we can support one another. 
And I think that even in this pandemic, that is what's going on. Like, for instance, we had a friend that didn't have any toilet paper. We're like, here, we've got some toilet paper. Then we were running out of toilet paper. Like, oh my gosh, we gave our toilet paper away. Then we had another friend that worked for Costco and she stopped by our house and gave us toilet paper and Clorox wipes. Then we had helped a neighbor out. In return, she gave us some masks to wear. So I think as a community, we can all kind of share our strengths and then we all grow. And it's about collaborating and seeing how we can support and help one another. But I love that you have a place where it's all under one roof, like a family. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, I have achieved whatever I have achieved through relationships and education and learning about others. And so I wanted to build something like that. And especially being an introvert as a shy person who was always standing in the corner at a party or something. So I wanted to bring that. You are? <laughs> yeah. No. I used to. I used to. I used to. Yeah. Because let me tell you, when we got on, I saw your big smile and I would have never guessed that. And well, I guess it's different when you have a podcast, you can kind of yeah. be behind the scenes a little bit, but your podcast is freaking amazing. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the podcast, having these conversations fuels me with positive energy, learning from others. And that's what I wanted to bring to the community. And then when I looked at my own struggles, everybody gives good advice. So one thing is I want to make sure that we bring the right people in the community so that, as you said, Somebody has a marketing question, there will be a marketing expert answering that question. Somebody has a sales question, superstar salesperson can answer that question. So first of all, you know, accumulating this kind of expertise will cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Then when they give you advice, my problem was, okay, how do I implement this advice now? I don't know a lot of these things that I need to have in place, like copywriting, like all these things. Even though if I learned it, I have limited time. How do I execute all this? These are real problems everybody faces. So at the same time, we all want to contribute to the world. And so if we remove all these obstacles and take care of all the things, imagine what kind of difference we can make in the world, right? That is the whole idea behind the community. Yeah, I love that. I remember one of my first really biggest speaking opportunities was I got to speak or share the stage with Mel Robbins, Jay Shetty, Lewis Howes, Brendan Burchard, just to name a few, Tim Billowai, like huge names. And then there was me. And I was like, who's that girl? And they all walked in with their crew of people. I mean, they had their You are being person. modest, by the way. You are being so modest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, I remember sitting at, at the table. And there was a guy and he looked at me and we're in the green room backstage and this guy looks at me and he goes, so who are you here with? And I was like, oh, just me. And he stopped. And then after a little while, I said, well, who are you here with? And he goes, oh, I'm an agent. I represent this person, this person, this person. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I was like, I need an agent. And he goes, oh, no. I'm a boutique agent and he turned his shoulder and I was, I felt like I'd been kicked in the stomach. My heart dropped and I had to go outside, take a deep breath, try to boost myself back up because I was about to go on stage. And it was a big learning experience for me. First of all, 
I saw how much help that these people have because they were focusing on their message. But for me, I was coming up with my content, having to post about my content, having to video myself, (laughs) having to get on stage and deliver the content. And I thought, I need help. I do not know what I'm doing. I need help. And then I need an agent who believes in me. You know what I mean? And so I think that we all need a little bit of help and a little bit of resources, especially at this time. And I love that you're offering that to so many people and entrepreneurs. But how do people get that? Where do people find you? And how do people get to work with you? Because I know you're launching this community with only 30 to 50 people. Is that full or can people still get in? Yeah, we have a number of applications. Right now, we're taking applications. I think the last count, we had about 50 or 60 applications so far. So we are having chats, and the idea is to launch within the next couple of weeks. There's going to be 10 charter members, and then the rest will follow. And we are just putting it together. One of the other things we are doing is that we are bringing a lot of psychological help as well. We need that right now. It's a tough time. And This is about holistic support. You know, it's not just about making money, taking care of the business. It's about holistic support, mental support, things going on in family, whatever is going on, we are bringing together so that people can really just relax and enjoy their life, no matter what is happening out there. Enjoy being a very relative term. I mean, we are going through hardships, but we need that support to be able to survive and thrive in this environment. And that's what we are bringing. Yeah, I mean, it'll start within a couple of weeks. We are making it very interesting. We are trying to rotate the members as well. So even though the community is like 40, 50 members, weekly meetings we will have virtually, we'll have only nine to 12 members so that we can have that intimate conversation. And the next month we rotate them so that they establish relationship with other members in the community. And it doesn't become like a large event where, you know, everybody's sort of not understanding each other. Mm-hmm. And so we rotate the members and we encourage them to sort of create partnerships between them We help them expand their networks, build their authority, all that stuff. Just reinvention of yourself for the new world that's coming. Yeah, I love that and having that support. But also, I think that at a time like this, just to have the accountability, I know for me, and I have a routine because every day, even though this has been going on for a little over a month, I have had my alarm set every day and I have a morning and nightly routine that helps me. My daughter's in the room right next to me and where I'm in my home office and she's doing her school online. So she's had to adjust the way that she does things. Luckily, my husband's retired, so he's not much has changed. (laughs) He's, He's loving retired life. And he's able to help out with my daughter and me too, for instance, with things that I need done. But I think it's so important that we have that accountability and we keep some sort of routine and we get up and take a shower and put some clothes on because (laughs) that gets me in some sort of routine. And it really, I know that sounds so simple, but if you just take a shower, it makes you feel better. I talked to a friend the other day. She was in the same clothes for three days. I was like, girl, take a shower. Yeah. Go just go take a shower. You're going to feel better. Take a breath. So 
I love what you share and I would love to share how people get a hold of you and maybe apply to be in this group. And then maybe you could give them the details on how to do that. I know that a lot of my clients, a lot of my friends, money's tight right now. I was in the process of launching a huge course that I had been working on for over a year, over a year blood, sweat, and tears into this course. (laughs) And I was like, I was freaking out. I told my husband, I was like, I woke up the day that they said businesses are shut. The gym is closed. All bit, you know, gym for my husband, that's his outlet. He's like, the gym's closed. And I thought, oh my gosh, I can't launch this big course the way that I was going with these uncertain times because money is tight. People lost their jobs. But I love that you got creative and you found a way to do something and take a course that changed your life. I know that I've had to pivot my business and go, well, I've got to make this more affordable for people. Will you give details of that when people reach out to you about how can they join if, especially if they're trying to pivot their business? or reinvent themselves and they might not have the funds? Do you offer like scholarships or support for people like that? See, right now, we may not be able to offer any scholarship. I mean, it's a high-end community. It's an invite-only community. But here's the thing. The value that we are providing, minimum is 10x. So let's say if you invest, you know, X number of dollars into this, you will definitely get 10x out of it. But we are trying to get it to 100x because of the kind of people that we have in our network, because the kind of wisdom mm-hmm. and knowledge that we bring to the table, imagine if we can cut down your trajectory to get to wherever you need to get to, even in these uncertain times, by six months, by four months. What does that mean in terms of value, right? Time is money. Yeah. So people who can recognize that, and I can obviously share all the details, the value that we are going to stack up is, I don't think there is any group, any community, any mastermind out there who's doing this. They're all telling you what to do and then you're on your own. But here we are, because I know what the struggles are, we will not just say, okay, do this, but we will actually work with you to implement it and get the results. So those results are invaluable and people who recognize that we are going to help, but we contribute in many other ways. It's not about just taking money. We publish so much content, so much amazing content You go to my LinkedIn profile, you go to my Facebook profile, my podcast, as you mentioned. You're a rock star on LinkedIn, by the way. Oh, thanks. I'm like, oh my God, that's where you hang out the most is LinkedIn, Yeah, yeah, yeah. which I think is incredible for entrepreneurs. That's where you find some work. But I have to say all of my big jobs through Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah. All of my big jobs. I got my TED talk from Instagram. Somebody messaged me, DM'd me on Instagram. And I thought, is this a joke? This has to be a joke. And I was like, okay, here's my email. And they emailed me. I was like, this is not a joke. This is for real. So I think that's why it's so important to really pay attention to those direct messages. If you found success on Instagram, I think we implement certain strategies for you on LinkedIn. You will see significant improvement because of the kind of people who hang out on LinkedIn versus Instagram. I mean, nothing against Instagram. I'm just trying to, you know, tell you the optimization strategies that LinkedIn is tremendous for that kind of work. Yeah, that is a valuable lesson you just shared right now. 
And then there's a whole other world on Facebook. I did my first Facebook live, not on my account. I was invited on somebody else's account to take over their account for the day and do a live. And boy, you should have seen me trying to do that. I was like, okay, what button do I push? Where do I go? And then I thought, wow, there's a whole other world on Facebook. So we're going to do that. We're going to do that next week, I think, right? You and I, we are going to jam on my show. We're going to be Facebook living. All that is going to be on YouTube live. Oh my gosh. Now I'm all nervous and stuff. I'm glad you told me I got to do my hair. No, no, no. (laughs) Come on. Oh my goodness. I'm kidding. I have some spray for my roots. We'll be okay. (laughs) I have some too. (laughs) Well, you are so awesome. I love talking to you and I appreciate all you share. And I look forward to learning more from you. So please give us your website or if you think it's better, if people go message you on LinkedIn as well, y'all can go check them out over there. But could you please give us your website? Because that's easier. The website is Tetra Noodle. So it's Tetra as in the number four, Tetra Noodle, single noodle, not multiple noodles, tetranoodle.com. And yes, if you are interested in connecting with me, LinkedIn will be the best place because right now emails are getting flooded and LinkedIn is a very efficient way to get right into my inbox and we can chat about the community or anything else for that matter. Like if you need any help in any other area of your life or business, happy to chat and help. Oh, thank you so much. And again, if you're listening and you didn't have a chance to write that down, look in the show notes because it'll be there. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you sharing your wisdom and I look forward to talking to you again. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was such a fun conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the True Grit and Grace podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and it would be so awesome if you rated and maybe left a review that would help too. And also I have some exciting news for you. If you are ready to learn a mindset that will get you through any challenge, ready to really transform any limiting beliefs and finally find the wellness routines that work with your lifestyle and keep your body healthy and thriving, you're in the right place. You're hearing this for all the right reasons because it's your chance, your chance to join. Right now, it's a 12-week course. It's so much fun because we're gonna go live in a webinar with plenty of time for Q&A. It's called Your Unstoppable Life Mastermind. And there's gonna be a daily mantra and a like-minded community to support you along your way to reach all those goals. So head over to amberlylago.com forward slash mastermind and sign up now. Okay, have a great week and I hope to see you in the mastermind.